What are we called? Start a scare bear. To this week's A Star to Steer Her By, episode second to last TAS. Thank you, Jesus. Also number 48. Woo! I am Ames. I am joined by Caitlin. Jake. And Chris. Mostly I'm happy that we're almost done with TAS because holy fucking crowd, guys. Uh, this week we are talking about the episodes Bem, <laughs> The Practical Joker, and Albatross. I keep forgetting this one's called Albatross. Yeah. Albatross! <laughs> I looked down at my notes. I'm like, oh my god, did we watch this one out of order? Oh no, it was Albert. Albert Ross. That sounds right. Cool. Let me <laughs> synopsize these. I'll try to be quick. I'm sure we won't be. In Bem, our final uh, David Gerald uh, script, uh, who was the writer of Tribbles, we Ooh. meet uh, Commander Ari Ben Bem who is a representative from the newly contacted people of the planet Pandro. And he's palling around with us because, you know, the, the Federation is showing these guys what Federationing is. So they're bringing Bam on an excursion to Delta Theta 3, a newly discovered class M planet that they want to check out. And it apparently has all these, you know, developing aboriginal type life form lizard monsters, uh, which Prime Directive says, don't fuck with the lizard monsters. They decide, we're going down here anyway, and bam, you're coming with us because you've been slacking off lately, and we've got to show you what federationing means. Well, Ben oh, insists yeah, on Kirk going. didn't want to take him. Oh, really? Is that what happened? Yeah, Kirk was one? like, you've been slacking all this time, and this is the one you insist on? Fine. Oh. Strange time, strange to be adamant, or remain adamant now, or whatever the fuck he said. All right, so ben, Yes, he had been slacking. Okay, he was, he's, he's the worst, basically. Yeah. Ben is the fucking oh, worst. Oh, yeah, no, seconded, for yeah. sure. They they bring Bem with them to check out this planet and see what's going on. Immediately, Bem gets himself fucking lost, and Kirk and Spock have to go find him from wherever the fuck he went. We see as he's running through some forest that he's actually a colony-type creature that can break himself up into his parts, like... His, his head floats, or his arms float, or whatever else. And he's got weird little arms inside his torso, which is really yeah, weird. Yeah, that pop out from the belt of his pants. Dick. It's a dick-stroking arm? No, it's just, those just are his dick. dicks. No! Those arms. No, no, no. Prehensile dicks. Does your, I was going to say, does your dick have a thumb on it? Yeah. Oh, that's... Posable that's, dick thumb. That's weird. This has gotten strange. Uh, gotten. So soon. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Bem gets himself captured by the primitive reptile people. Everyone else from the Enterprise says, well, Kirk's been out too long, but we have to go by the book. And that means we fucking leave. We go back up to the ship and we figure out what to do from there. It's Kirk and Spock stranded on the planet. They go down to try to, to rescue Bem, but then they get themselves captured. And they realize that Bem has stolen their communicators and phasers and replaced them with non-working child's toys because he's just a fucking asshole. He claims it's because he's a pacifist and, and thinks you should be able to function without using phasers and communicators, but he's really just a fucking asshole, buzzkill, asswipe. Correct. All of this is correct. Yep. Uh, they break out, but then they ca- get captured immediately again. I forget how and why. I don't care. It doesn't matter. They, oh, because of the... Um, oh, yeah, the voice actually yeah, doesn't matter. Because Uhura... Oh, yeah. God mode Uhura catches them. Yes, yes. Oh, the... 
Michelle Nichols voices a god entity that protects her children of the planet, the reptile monsters who are, you know, supposed to be left alone. Which makes sense. You should have left them the fuck alone. You should have just left Bam fucking get himself killed. Who the fuck cares? I, I wish the rest of the episode had just been like, however much was left, like 18 minutes of the natives brutally slaughtering Bam. <laughs> but every time they chop him in a piece, we just find out that they just chop him along a seam line. And yeah. It was actually two. So it was really drawn out and painful for him. And a lot of screaming. Great. Wow. I'd be for that. Star Trek the snuff film, eh? Only if it's Bam. Only if it's Bam. What happens after that? Um, they they get, decide to make their communicators right. touch dicks in order to get in touch with the. Well, no, this is after Bam is all judgy at them. It's like you oh, guys suck, yeah, and then he yeah, floats that's away. Right, that's right. Yeah, Bam just walks away. Okay, this is sad. Because he can walk out of the jail this cell. This one thinks you are a bunch of cunts. <laughs> yeah. So Bam just fucking leaves because they weren't doing a great job of saving him or keeping from uh, breaking the Prime Directive, even though it was his own fucking fault. Kirk spoons their communicators together so that he can c- talk to the god ass. entity. What? No, they spooning. No, they were back to back. They no, were they actually. Were, they were oh, I thought ass. they were spooning. Yeah, no. Jake's not being a wise ass this time. For I mean, once. he is, but I prefer to think of it as touching dicks. You usually do. Yeah. Yeah, so they contact the god entity somehow using the communicators. They convince Nichelle Nichols that they'll 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 just leave. They'll not say anything. They'll put a quarantine on this planet because it's prime director proof. Prime directive proof. But they realize, oh, but we gotta fucking save Ben because he'll fuck it up even more if we leave him down here. And he's run off in his various parts. Uh, so they call a away team down to find him. The away team immediately gets attacked by reptile monsters and have to stun them, which they don't like because that's mean. The god creature gets pissed because says, why are you still fucking here? I told you, you said you'd leave, but you're here and you brought friends. You're fucking fired out of the sun multiple times. Uh, but then Bem's there and they say, okay, well, here's Bem. We'll just leave uh, because we don't want to do any more harm. Bem's learned his lesson. Bem wants to commit suicide because he's learned his lesson and thinks he's done bad. Is he part Orion? Apparently, yeah. everybody in this fucking universe just d- will just off themselves if they've done wrong. But the god entity convinces Bem not to kill himself. Stupid Fuck god you, entity. god entity. Yeah. Uh, and then they leave and Bem is sad. Fuck that episode. Yeah, fuck it so much. In The Practical Joker, I have very few notes because there weren't very many like proper nouns to have to take down for this one because they just meet some random Romulans. Romulans flying their Klingon ships like they do. Mm-hmm. The Romulans get pissed off, say, oh, you've invaded neutral and or Romulan space, which I don't even think happened in their dicks. Yep. You're under arrest. And then a chase ensues. The and the Enterprise flies into a weird big fireworks cloud on 4th of July times. Uh, and when the Enterprise comes out of it, weird shit starts happening all over the ship. Uh, everyone tries to drink from their glasses and dribble down their fucking chins because everyone has a drinking problem a la airplane. Hmm. Forks bend away from your mouth. Scotty gets a pie in the face. <laughs> Uh, all kinds of weird shit keeps happening, as if a practical joker has been let, let run amok all over the ship. The holodeck tries to murder some people. Yeah, we, we meet the holodeck. McCoy, Sulu, and Uhura want to go for a nice jaunt in the woods slash orgy. And it starts 
trying to kill them various ways. They fall down a tiger trap. It becomes ne- negative 20 degrees in the Arctic in there because the computer's having a fucking laugh. The hallways of the Enterprise become an ice skating rink. And they realize, oh, it's the computer. The computer is the one who is being a practical joker. Going through that cloud must have fucked it up. And now it has a personality of its own. <clears throat> Damn you, Majel Barrett. <laughs> the Romulans reappear again, and the Enterprise computer ejects a giant balloon in the shape of the Enterprise, which the Romulans attack like it's a fucking pinata, but no candy comes out, which, which is, is a shame. bullshit. That's the real reason they were pissed. Just oh, yeah, more I'd be giggles pissed. from Majel Barrett. So much giggling this episode. It was really unfortunate. You, there was a lot of it. Not I just know. Majel Barrett. Everybody. Yeah, everybody she, was getting on the giggle well, she, game. Well, she released, uh, what, nitrous oxide all over the bridge, and everyone had to have fucking giggle fits. Mm, uh, neurotoxin. Yikes. Except for Spock, who just got... Yeah, apparently it, it's it's lethal to Vulcans, because he passed out. Whoops. But luckily was able to activate the emergency air supply right before it killed him. Thanks, oh. Spock. Oh, man, you forgot about when uh, he looked into his, uh, his the suspicious instrument that was left in his panel <laughs> oh that God. gave him those ink eyes, you know, like, like the kids used to do with the fake binoculars and Whoops. all. Spock, you're the butt end of a joke, like you usually are whenever you talk to McCoy. Yep. So the Romulans are now pissed because now they feel like fools because they attacked a balloon. Uh, and, they and they're going the to commit suicide. Until Kirk is suddenly terrified. Oh my god, no, we can't go back into the cloud. I'm just so scared of what would happen. And the Enterprise decides on its own, let's fly into the cloud and freak Kirk out because it's funny. So we fly back into the cloud and it reverses all the effects on the Enterprises. And everybody's okay again. Hooray. It's fine. But the Romulans go in and now they're stuck with it with computers with the minds of, with minds of their own. And they don't want any of it. End of episode. No, no. No, There was that wonderful musical sting that you loved, and then end of episode. Fuck that episode. (laughs) Oh, I knew you wouldn't like it. I I liked parts of it. The musical sting made it it bad in my book. In Albatross, the final of the three this week. Albatross! I don't understand why you keep saying that. Oh, it's a... Monty Python Live at the Hollywood Bowl. There was a sketch that started with one of them dressed as like a, a vendor going through the crowd trying to sell an albatross. Oh. Sorry, esoteric reference. I apologize. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't understand. All right. In the Albatross, we are on a planet Dramia. And all of a sudden, as we're in the middle of some kind of press conference or something, McCoy is under arrest for supposedly supervising an inoculation program 19 years ago, which started a plague and killed an entire fucking planet. Fucking anti-vaxxers. <laughs> Second week in a row with that. Yeah. Yeah, so McCoy is in prison for most of the episode, and we're trying to figure out if McCoy actually got all these people killed, or if it was just some weird coincidence. So Detective Kirk is on the case. Uh, he brings Spock along, because of course he does. And they go to check out Planet Deramia 2, where all this happened, and see what happened. They went there, they find a, su- a survivor who attacks them because they're humans, and the guy who caused all this was a human, so he automatically hates him. They had accidentally brought along uh, Demos, the Dramian head of security, who stowed away on the Enterprise to see what was going on. And they're all like, well, everything's bad, McCoy fucked everything up, until an actual survivor of the plague shows up and says, no, 
McCoy is our friend. McCoy saved me. Uh, this was our friend Cole Ty, who survived because McCoy had given him an, inoc- an inoculation for something just beforehand, and they realized, oh, well, McCoy tried to help, therefore he can't also hurt. Let's bring this guy b- back to Planet Dramia 1 and have him testify to this effect. However, like, the second they got on the Enterprise, Cole Ty gets the fucking plague, his skin starts turning blue, which was the fucking uh, side effect of plague. Yeah, blue, then green, one. then red. Oof. Is red the bad one? I think it's Yikes. the worst one. It must be. And they realize, oh shit, something's, something bad is happening. We have to keep him alive. But now, everyone on the Enterprise also has the plague. And Kirk turns blue, and Sulu turns blue, and and Bress and everybody else. Everyone turns blue except Spock because of Vulcan. Because, of course, they're immune. Copper blood. Well, let's be fair. Last week, there was something he was not immune to that everybody else was immune to. You know? That's true. Yeah, that's and true. also, if laughing gas will kill him, that's mm. bad, too. Still, that's that's two out of how many? Too many. Yeah. Too, too many. Mm. Yeah, so... Spock, in a very uncharacteristically Spock activity, breaks McCoy out of jail... And, like, neck pinches a guard and breaks in and then, against McCoy's will, takes McCoy out to find the antidote for this fucking plague. Because together they realize, wait a minute, the fact that everyone's skin is turning colors is because we went through an aurora. And it's a di- it's a disease that we can treat with whatever fucking thing we treated with Cole Tai with 19 years ago. I guess. So that's the thing that happened, and everyone forgives McCoy and make them their best friend and have all kinds of days in his honor, uh, as any normal person would. Yay! Now, why haven't we set, in a be- set up any holidays in honor of Dr. McCoy yet, Ames? I was going to have it be a surprise, Caitlin. Oh, sorry. Now I can't cosplay as McCoy and surprise you. I mean, you still could. Okay. <laughs> so, yep. Yeah, those are some garbage. Um, all right, good episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, oh, Bim. Bam, fucking bam. Bam. More like BM. Like bowel movement? Yeah. Bam. I think we should all feel very lucky that this show didn't last much longer. Because I feel like someone at the network would have gone, You know, kids love wacky alien sidekicks. And they would have made him like a regular crew Uh, member. Who now would still continue to cause issues, but this time out of like a genuine wish to help. But it would be like, oh, Ben, you mean well, but fuck up. It would be like, uh, it would be like Data. It would be like how Data like learns how to human, but then forgets how to human, and they have to keep teaching I Data thought, how to human. I think he's more like Harry Mudd. More annoying. Yeah, I, I just feel like he's more like Slimer in the real. When, Ghostbusters, you, when you say like or... more like Harry Mudd, do you mean that he would fuck lots of robot women? Yep. Oh. With all his very many dick finger hands. Do you think the cock detaches or... Clearly. Do we think he has a cock? If he's, he's a, a colony, colony creature, he probably doesn't... I mean... Yeah, no, Bem is like the epitome of the annoying, like, wacky sidekick in a children's cartoon show. Except at least with him, they admit he's a malicious fuck. No, I fucking he, hated Bem. I don't think he was whimsical enough to be... Well, that's the thing. If he hadn't been malicious, they would have made a whimsical version of him. I don't him know normally. if he's necessarily malicious as much as he is, like... he's 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 got his own fucking prerogative. It's a terrible prerogative. It's really fucking you know dumb. What? Here's how they came up with this episode. Someone at the animation company was like, You know how we keep fucking things up and having, like, disconnected doors and random misalignments of, of plates... Why don't we just turn that into a character? So he can have his head floating one way and his torso comes off. I'd believe it. Yep. 
No, BEM actually, it's, it's an old uh, sci-fi trope, the B-E-M. It stands for uh, Bug-Eyed Monster. Oh. And uh, oh. Dave, David Gerald thought it would be cool to name a character BEM. Well, he Why was did wrong. he have to make him, like, Muslim? Like, isn't his like, full name Ali bin BEM? Ali bin BEM, yes. Mm. That sounds fairly. That's like I, think of it. you got me. It's alien. Who knows? Apparently, whoever's written this show thought it sounded alien. It's funny. I think it's racist. Speaking of bum's eyes, he. Do uh, you notice his eyebrows are like? Yeah, like a whole section of his forehead. Yeah, like it, ra- it wrapped around his head. Yeah, it was awkward. It, it was, was really weird looking. Strange. It made it made like only when you fur your bro- eyebrow, only like these like surface areas move. It was weird. Yeah, they they put more effort into animating this motherfucker's eyebrows than literally anything else in the entire history of the show. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Combined. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's. Um, I don't know. In the next episode, uh, Kirk and Spock have a nice figure skating. That's true. They double section. Yeah. Well, I thought the um, lizard monsters in this were pretty well done. Yeah. Especially yeah. when when they fucking started getting shot with the phasers. One, <laughs> they looked fucking horrified and turned tail and ran away. Hmm. Yeah. Felt bad for them in that moment. Also, I was reminded of um, Gaia from, uh, what do you call it? Captain, Captain Planet, Planet with yeah. uh, Nichelle Nichols' lovely god voice. Lovely goddess voice ringing out. I was like, yeah. oh, that's kind of yeah. nice. David like Gerald that. specifically requested Nichelle Nichols play the, the godlike. And they were like, and like, that's great because we only have the budget to hire two female actors on the show and that's one of them. God, imagine it had been Majel Barrett yet again, though. Oh, yeah. we've heard that voice, though. Yeah, we've heard it like, many times. I feel like she doesn't quite have the Yeah, the etherealness. Like, like, somebody specifically, like, hmm, I'd really like to get Nichelle Nichols for this part. You think, you think we could, you think she'd come out of retirement to do this part on the show? I, sus- I mean, who I else suspect- would they give it to? Doing? <laughs> like, like, why would you specially request that? It just seems like, okay... One of the two women. Well, who, maybe it maybe not. Maybe they didn't consider while it was being writing that it was a it was a woman necessarily. Or again, just a guarantee. Like, no, no. If it's one of the two, I want this one. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. Point. I like to imagine though, if 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 uh, you know, going back to Monty Python, if if Dewan had done it, but they wanted a woman, you just know that bad Pepper Pot voice. Oh. Ow! Stop hitting my children! What are you doing? Why are you still here? What are you guys doing? <laughs> ah! I'll give you Nailed that one. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, and that's the other thing. Like, I mean, Ain't holy you? shit, deus ex machina in the most literal sense, huh? Yeah, and that like, was that, Roddenberry's idea. That, Roddenberry made Gerald put it in. Fuck's sake. Of course he fucking did. Of course he fucking did. Like, that literally only existed to solve the problem of the episode. Of how to get out of the episode? Here's how you get out of the fucking episode, by the way. Let them destroy himself. That yep. too. Yep, that Those one. cages didn't have floors. That's what I was saying. You just lift the fucking thing up. Yeah, they look like pretty lightweight wood. Since there's no floor, they could have just all gone, whoop! I mean, unless Hell, they could have lifted them up a little and ran while holding them to have some minor protection. That would have been a little Scooby-Doo goofiness if they would have done that. Yeah, because this episode was so serious. Oi. I mean... Whoa, whoa. That's a, should have been Bem's voice. Yeah, no. Next, <laughs> next, uh, next fanfic challenge. I don't care what the rules are. I'm just writing one where he dies horribly for hours. You're always <laughs> welcome to add whomever you would like into the fanfic as long as you keep the people that you draw. Great. It's going to be... I feel like the next time all four should just write a different version of Bem getting horribly murdered. I would like to use his goofy weird arms and use him as a jump rope. Mm. That would be fun. <laughs> yeah. So what the fuck was Bem's plan because like the whole it was he said that 
He wanted to observe the primitive people for some stupid reason. Even though it's fucking prime directive season, and you should leave them all the fuck, out, the fuck alone. And he fucking specifically went out of his way to separate himself from the group. And take the fucking... And take the communicators. Look, 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 look. Well, he wanted to see how they would behave. That he, that was the point. The purpose was to observe, right? Is he observe? So is he observing the inhabitants of the planet, or is he observing the Enterprise crew? The Enterprise yes. crew. <laughs> oh. He's, he's observing how they react to him fucking up their stees. Step one, be a little bitch. Step two, question marks. Step three, <laughs> profit. Yeah, pretty much. Or in it's the just, words of Jeff Goldblum, there is no step three. There's no step three. <laughs> There's no step three. <laughs> what the hell is that? That is from? super familiar, but I cannot. That think was of from the from. original iMac television commercial. Oh shit! That's right. Where Jeff Goldblum narrates, and it's like how to get online with your new iMac. Step one: plug it in. Step two: get connected. Step three: there's no step three. There's no step three. <laughs> and then he laughs, and it's funny. What a nut job. Yeah. I'm sure he didn't write the script. Oh, I mean... I, I don't know. He might have. Yeah, there, there probably was a step three, and he like it was on the next page. So he'd be, like, turning it. <laughs> and meanwhile, the people at Mac are like, oh, fuck, we need to redesign the machine, so there's no step three. Oh, no. Well, because, think- like, step... Get connected... I think it's a, that's a lot of kind of... Yeah. yeah there's a lot of several steps. Like, there's, like, plug it in and get connected. Like, that's, like... Yeah, that's that's a lot. That's a lot of, of steps in there. That involves bringing in your cable or internet service provider. You have to come up like, with a Wi-Fi password. Oh, oh yeah. this was before. Wi-Fi. Yeah, this, this would have been a. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the the it, like the the visual. When you might get saying, connected, they just meant like plug, plug it, in an Ethernet. Well, that's what they showed. The, the, like plug it in was plugging the power, and get connected was plugging the phone in because oh. it, was, it was modem. Yeah. Oh god. And then. Step three was there's no step three, but step still, three was lap. There's a lot minutes. more. Yeah, just part plugging of, in the mode. Back then, part of step two was probably get your AOL subscription set up. Yeah. Well, Do you think he wrote the script though for that little insult he appeared for at the end of the Jurassic Park game? What was that? Oh, you hadn't heard of this? No. no. So there was a Jurassic Park game for. It had to have been one of the disc-based ones, so either PS1 or Sega CD or something. But if you, like, beat the game on, like, the hardest mode and 100%ed it or something like that, this little video clip would start and, and oh shit, it's Jeff Goldblum as Dr. Ian Malcolm. But then what you get is a little video recording from him being like, basically, great, good for you. Go outside, you fucking loser. (laughs) (laughs) What, really? I mean, he literally did say go outside. Like... The, the the reward for doing all this shit was basically Jeff Goldblum get, as Ian Malcolm calling you a loser. That's okay, I would like that. By Jeff I just kind of wonder if he wrote it, because that'd be amazing. Sorry, this has been Jeff Goldblum Corner. Ooh, Where were we? Jurassic Park Corner, the second week in a row. Yeah. We've done it many a, many a time, though. Uh, oh, now we're, st- we're still there. This, cor- this corner is most of the house. <laughs> So yeah, but what else in Bem? Nothing good. Not um, much. Not much. His hair was dumb. He had like a little arrow in his sideburns. Like I, you know, I, I'm theorizing that Bem was a sort of a prototype for what would eventually become Neelix. Yeah, you said yeah. Based on yeah. his hair and his general loathsomeness, goofiness, just wanting to murder himness. Yeah. Although Neelix, again, Neelix is more like what I was saying. Lee, he means well. Who's Neelix? I don't He's know. from Voyager. He's terrible. 
But yeah, it's, it does seem like a similar kind of thing, though. Just, again, yeah. without the sort of weird agenda. He just wants to cook and wear dumb, dumb, dumb shirts. And bang Cass. Yes. That's all he wanted to do was bang Cass. Yep. But she was like six years yeah, old. Yeah, creepy space pedo. I'm sorry, what? I mean, oh, this there. is totally who I thought you were talking about, too. Because based on the hair. I've seen pictures of this guy before. Yeah, no, everyone hates him. Do they? Yeah. I didn't know no, that. he's awful. I don't like his creepy-ass contacts. Yeah, no, there's nothing good about him. The makeup job is good. He's like a fucking horrible, vomited-up 80s compilation. <laughs> like, he... <laughs> oh. God. Yeah, just so you know, these are... Why the fuck is he wearing a tablecloth? Because <laughs> he's a chef, and that's all he has. <laughs> it's, like, uh, it's like in The Sound of Music... Another one! This is... I've seen this upholstery on the fucking MBTA. Like, what the fuck is he wearing? What? <laughs> Tell Bill Cosby we found one of his fucking hats. What is <laughs> happening here? <laughs> uh, oh, this is amazing. You know, I would say this is the most the sensible Alex. thing I've ever seen him wear. <laughs> You're gonna love Voyager. He's in like every I episode. I hate him. Why? Okay, what is with this fur coat? Did he fucking eat Liza Minnelli and steal her fucking clothes? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Something's wrong with Chris. <laughs> Why is this woman kissing him? <laughs> Let me see the woman. It's Cass. Is it Cass? Yeah, that's his. That's his like six-year-old girlfriend. Oh, 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 okay. We need to. Please, this is gonna knock me out. Please stop. This is amazing. But do me a favor. Save every single one of those photos in the order you saw them. I need to post them on the Facebook in order so people can sort of follow along and understand. I mean, all you have to do is Google search Voyager Neelix. Like, I don't oh. know. All right. Uh, I okay. This was the tablecloth. Okay, fine. Let me try. Yeah, to you, this you right deal now. with that while we continue talking you, about them. You deal with that. Okay. Oh, God. I will deal with it. Um, I am so on a Sorry. Thoughts on Bem? Bem. Bem was better than this conversation. <gasps> wow. I don't know. This was kind of amazing. See, it's because you, you're not a crossroads. You couldn't watch her face. That's she... fine. Well, the thing is, I could also see the picture. Oh, yeah. see. Yeah, so that... I feel like that's very different. Yeah, see, less. And the audience, can, like the, the listeners, can't see her face. True. Or the pictures. <laughs> but they know what Neelix looks like. True. So they will be able do to. They? Not uh, all of them do. Well, Even did. Audience. Well, no, I did. I just didn't know his go name to, go was to, Neelix. Go to Bing.com and search for Neelix. <laughs> Bing. Search, search for Google.com. <laughs> 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 Go to AskJeeves.com and look up, wait, is it not 1996 anymore? So back to Ben. Yes. I don't know. I feel like the, the as every episode, as, as is the new the new trend, is to harp on the animation because the animation is always terrible. Uh, there was extra use of running, in silo, of running in silhouette even while close up. Yep. And then doing extreme close ups of people's faces yep. so that you literally only see up Kirk's nose. Yep. Uh, while he's talking, and I don't know why. That, I don't know if that was this episode or one of the other ones, there but There have been a couple I of instances, notice. but I mean, it's becoming more noticeable. It might well, have been this one where they did, like, an extreme close-up on Spock's face while Kirk was talking, which yeah. I thought was <laughs> odd. 
So they don't have to animate Kirk's mouth. Yeah. But yeah, no, like, I because I began to notice in these ones, like, oh, I just noticed that Eric's has square nostrils. Because they're apparently zooming in, like you said, on faces a lot closer, so. Although his mouth was animated during that. But still, yeah, square nostrils. Who had? Eric. Eric's. But yeah, and also, the, the I finally noticed, they may have done it a million times now, I, I only noticed it during these episodes, that whenever they're animating a world, it's basically just a circle cut out, yeah. underneath which they have, like, a marble counter graphic moving across underneath. Yeah. And it was very distracting. I think that's new this season, though, because I feel like the planets okay. were actually better. I feel like they just didn't bother giving them any kind of effect last season. Yeah, I think, I think they, they were just, just still images. Yeah, I think there's paintings of planets. But I yeah. do feel like occasionally in TOS, though, being fair, they did do sort of the live-action equivalent <laughs> of that in the non-remastered version. Yeah, the remasters all looked really good, so I yeah, don't know. But what I feel like occasionally there was work. just this, like, yeah, you clearly just cut, like, a hole out and are just have, like, a colored thing being passed yeah, underneath just it. just a gobo moving along. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then a lot of times you could tell it's just a globe of the earth. They had like put it a weird angle and then like <laughs> put a tint over later. And it's like, look, despite the fact that it's at a funky angle and colored bright green, I can see that that's South America. Any final thoughts on Bem? Kill it, kill it, Dad. Yeah, yeah seriously. Yeah, why did fucking... they? Why did they stop him killing himself? No, Bem is is the galaxy's greatest monster. Yeah. Oh no, and that what was. What the fuck were they doing on on Delta Theta three in the first fucking place? Seriously. Well, they were supposed to set up like remote just monitoring stations so they could watch the culture without interfering. Which we always know how well that goes. It always goes yeah. so well. Well, this is super yeah. well. See, this is a. Um... This is the first in a long line. Actually, so is the next episode. But this is the first in a long line of repeated Star Trek tropes of the observing a primitive culture going horribly wrong. Yeah. But wait, how does the practical Joker have... Well, oh no, that's not that. Well, that's a different trope. Oh, I see. Which the is holodeck the holodeck to tries people? to kill you. Yeah, the first major, ho- the first I, appearance of the holodeck, the first holodeck malfunction. I love whenever the holodeck tries to kill people. I don't know why, <laughs> but I enjoy it thoroughly. So that kind of fun is okay. That's the best fun. That's the best kind of fun. I may have mentioned this on an episode, and if so, stop me, and I'll just cut this. But back in the day, I was reading one of the New Frontier novels. And these were novels by a guy named Peter David. He's a big comic book and science fiction author. And it was just the adventures of this fucking crew. (laughs) Of this crew of the USS Excalibur. And it was like some new characters, some characters dredged back up from TNG and shit like that. But in one of the episodes, they're going over sort of the, the back story and the rise of the captain. And one of his early assignments, you know, one of the ships he's on, uh, the security chief is killed because she is effectively playing the Avengers in the holodeck, Hmm. but turned off the safeties. Whoops. So she actually does get killed by the holodeck, but not because of a malfunction, but because she turned the safeties off. I feel like the holodeck should always have safeties. Right, yeah, it shouldn't be a thing you can switch off, but she switched them off, and if I remember correctly, I may be remembering the finer points. She definitely died. I think she had her head crushed by Thor's hammer. That's nice. a good way to go, well, though. If, you gotta if go. you're gonna go, yeah. that or get eaten by a whale. That's now, why I want to go. In the holodeck, if there's infinite, <sighs> if there's, if the well, that's why Chris is terrified of whales. Yes, so that's like, wow, very low on my list of ways I'd like to die. I don't know. I see. I also I love whales. I, I've always been like a, a crazy like marine person. I think the first thing I ever wanted to be as a child was a mermaid. Oh, uh, same. For yeah, sure. Yeah, I know, right? It would be great. <laughs> Not that kind of mermaid. The ocean is full of terror that wants you <laughs> dead. 
And Listen, Ames every, would be one of those if she was a mermaid. I will want you dead. That's the thing. Like, would I would fit in with those people perfectly. Plus, in reality, unless it's a you. killer whale or maybe a sperm whale, a whale can't actually eat you to death. Aren't whale? Aren't you would just drown inside its mouth. Aren't killer whales not actually whales? Well, no, they yeah, aren't. They're dumb. Whoa, let's get off of whales. Nature's terror. So anyway, practical joker, first holodeck malfunction. Um, yeah, it's funny. Apparently Roddenberry wanted like a holodeck or holodeck equi- equivalent in, in third season TOS. But when the budgets went so fucking low, and then of mm. course when Gene walked away from the third season, they were like, yeah, we can't we can't do this with third season level yeah. budgets. With our but, shoestring you know, budget. The thing is, the holodeck, it seems like it would be pretty cheap. Yeah, big home. white room, and then you just bring them on location. Right. They it, couldn't go on location in third season. Oh, uh, that's right. That's at why all. they had they had, did okay. not have the money. They to couldn't do even that. go in the thirty mile zone, like where they <laughs> normally shoot everything. But also, I mean, they already had the big white room from when they met Jem. So it was a black have... room. Oh well, they could have done that then. Yeah, that's true. It could have been a big black room. It um, never occurred to me that they were never on location anytime in season three. Hmm. Man, they couldn't. Like, they, they, it's you know what it was. They, they, it's like it's gas. They couldn't get. They didn't have enough money for gas. <laughs> that's probably literally. Even what though they're only the driving like. 28 miles. Or, you know, 15 feet. Yeah. Like, okay, we can do the holodeck, but only if every week they decide they want to visit a 1960s TV studio. (laughs) (laughs) Every week we're just going to Gene's office. They they, they fuck up in one of them and they forget, so, like, they're filming a scene and in the background you can see, like, Takei having lunch in the (laughs) canteen, but in, like, civilian clothes or the clothes from one of the many movies he was always off shooting, apparently. (laughs) Just looks, you see him wave. Oh, hey guys. They don't realize it though, so it's in the cut. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Voyager kind of did did a, pre, you know, with their um, their present day episode with the... Oh, yeah. Where they went back to the ni- to 1996. Oh, Los yeah. Angeles, baby. God. So yeah, Practical Joker. Yeah, I don't, there wasn't really... I, I don't know, it's hard to talk about because there was just a series of wacky shenanigans and then, oh wait, it's the computer... How do we take control of the ship back? I found yeah, but again. Never, never forget Emress, whatever the fuck her name is, laughing like that. Oh, and God. fucking Eric's <laughs> oh, laughing God. like oh, that. Oh, my God. All the laughing. There was, so, <laughs> there was already so much laughing that it just became innocuous. But watching animation of people laughing when their faces don't move yeah. and only their mouths move and their yeah. eyes stay the same. They don't get like the, the happy wrinkles around the eyes or anything. It's just the mouth... <laughs> Eric's with his fucking tongue just like <laughs> hanging there. It's like, what the fuck is happening? That's how he hits on Morass. The Kirk is a jerk shirt. The Kirk. Oh is my a god, jerk. that was great. That has was anyone nice. cosplayed the Kirk is a jerk shirt? Someone I must have. So. I mean, must. someone someone has cosplayed Nurse Chapel with her left arm miscolored red. Nice. So, yeah. What? But that, Actually? Yeah, no, someone at a convention. She's in an otherwise all-blue TOS uniform, but her left sleeve is red. Stop. Yep. Who the fuck has... That's that's fine attention to detail. It's though. also very easy. It's also why but one so of is our... Kirk is a jerk. I mean... But I've seen that picture before, and that's why one of our earlier episodes is called Kirk's a Jerk. It was a little oh, homage to this moment. That and, of course, it, the common theme of the episodes was Kirk was in a fucking mood, so it just seemed like, ah! Ha <laughs> ha! Also now, rhymes. why did he still put on the uniform? Like, apparently, name. all of his clean uniforms had that on it. How or a it, coat. Like, I don't, go I don't understand we, how the just uniforms Just go shirtless, are, Kirk. You're fine. Like, what happens? So, when you take off your clothes, when you take off your clothes at the end of the night, what do you do with them? 
In he your... said he got them from the shoot, so I mean, I guess... Is it just like a, a clothing shoot? I guess so. That, I guess if they're made out of algae, maybe it just like recycles clothes every day. Yeah, maybe, maybe. It just, maybe they just break it down. Yeah, yeah they break like, down why, the clothes. Why, why create all that, you know, that gray water waste... From washing clothes, and you could just, you know, break it down to its constituent element, elements and replicate a new one every day. Yeah, which I is why it never made sense that there's so many like instances in TNG where old uniforms are being worn. It's like just replicate a new one, guys. Mm-hmm. You don't have to wear that old one. You <coughs> no one. Ones. You do not have someone running the laundromat on the ship. Mm. Although, actually, well, Star Trek VI, they apparently do have a laundromat because when they're tearing the ship apart. Really? Well, not a laundromat, but they have a laundry room. They do. They that doesn't like... make sense because uh, in uh, the motion picture, and we'll get to this very soon, actually, Ooh. the whole point of the, the costumes in the motion picture was that they're one they're one use only. They're, you go into your sonic shower, the clothes form on you, and then at the end of the day, you throw them away, and then they go into the material to make new uniforms again. Yeah, but the uniforms... I'm they're... sorry. Really? That was I didn't think I could hate those uniforms more than I did. It's they're, they're actually not uniforms. It's just body paint. <laughs> I don't know. We could see that bulge. I know. That's what I'm saying. Fucking. I feel like I feel Ugh. like breaking down and rebuilding clothes every day would be more energy wasted than just washing the guy. I don't know. You don't know how much Kirk wets himself. Yeah, I also, have a pretty good idea. I couldn't <laughs> find any Kirk as a jerk cosplay. And everyone always says, why, why, are there, why do we never see the bathrooms on the ship? It's because there are none. People just piss and shit themselves and then just get a fresh We clothes. do eventually see a shower in Enterprise, but I don't remember if we see a toilet. I was going to say, we know that there's showers because uh, on the naked time, someone has frozen to death in the shower with their clothes on. But that was on a uh, surface station. post. Yeah. Well, they're also they do refer to the sonic shower. So I'm going to say yeah. no toilets. You're just pissing shit yourself. Maybe you just shit. It's like the, the astronaut. Shower. It's like the astronaut diapers, like that astronaut lady no. wore when she went to go to Florida to fucking kill her ex husband or whatever. Yeah. So it's ba- those are just normal that's adult ba- diapers, to be honest, probably. So yeah. Wait. Uh, so really, what they need are uniforms that just have a wormhole in the bottom of them. <laughs> yeah. I. I. Wow. I really didn't think I could hate the motion picture uniforms more than I already did, but here we are. I mean... We'll if, see more of them soon. Don't if worry. If we go by most of what we see aside from the cartoon, right? In 6, we see them going through the ship's laundry. We see them going through, like, crew members' chests of drawers to go... So they keep stocks of uniforms. Hmm. I know people are, you know, the Kelvin timeline, but in Star Trek Beyond, Kirk has a closet full of his uniform like 12 times over. It seems more likely they do actually just do laundry. Anyway, back to the point, which is um, this episode where we've mostly talked about uniforms so far. I liked this episode, though. I thought it was fun. I mean, there's not a lot to say about it because, like you said, it was just a bunch of stupid practical jokes. It was a little bit shore leave, but... On the Enterprise for me. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Because it's like, all these wacky things keep happening and we're not sure why. Yeah, I liked that. I liked it better than Shore Leave, for sure. Leave. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll admit, too, maybe part of the effect was lost for us because you had missed it, Caitlin, but the episode description on Netflix very blatantly gave away the fact that it's the computer that's fucked up. Oh, that was stupid. So from the off, I'm just like, all right, is the computer going to... There we go. It started malfunctioning. Once the computer started giggling, I was like, oh, shit, that's definitely the computer and that's great, but no. Yeah, you I could mean, say it's because it's Majel Bearer, but she's everybody, so you don't know who it could actually that's be. That's true. Is it Morass? Also, I think Morass and Eric are definitely fucking because they were having lunch together. They're the only ones who will keep each other company. (laughs) 
Yeah, so, I, I enjoyed watching this episode because it felt it was so silly and funny, but it's a same kid's show. Every so often, it's definitely a kid show. Yeah, and every but so you often, know what? it's just terrible. You know, I would much rather have episodes like this that are fun and humorous, even if they're not like great. Like the, like the stupid Tribbles episode this season. Well, that one I didn't or care this, for. The series? That, I didn't care for that one as much. But this one, this one, I was like, okay, this is just like fun, you know. But compared to like garbage, like the Bem Bem and mm. the Magics. And, oh, the God, the fucking Magics. And whatever that fucking horse shit last week was. What was I, that? No, I don't even know. But I definitely didn't feel my usual, like, fuck, is it over yet? I did like seeing Scotty get pied in the face. That was great. <laughs> that was nice. And Kirk um, is a jerk. That's wonderful. Yeah, that's, I think that's a great thing. And he wore it for some reason. How did the Rymelins not scan the second ship and realize it wasn't the ship? Well, you see. Yes. They didn't know how to operate the Klingon controls. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't good continuity that they still fucking flew around ships. Yeah, they're still ships. buzzing around in whatever those are. If I had to techno babble this one, though, I would say that the computer rerouted some energy through the deflector dish to create a sensor ghost. Okay. So that when they scanned the, the balloon, it was somehow redirecting their rays so that they were getting information back from the actual Enterprise, but scaled up to match the balloon, thus doubling up the image. Was the balloon supposed to be bigger than the Enterprise? Yeah, because yeah, they mentioned okay. being 20 times the size of It was hard to tell ships. because the animation is terrible. Right, but yeah, it was supposed to be significantly larger. Uh, I like to imagine that that wasn't something that the computer created, that they that the Enterprise <laughs> just, always ac- just had is just that. equipped with a giant <laughs> Enterprise balloon in case they need to, in case they're like... Fill it with sup- candy? Well, they're like, that's, there's like a surprise Macy's Day parade or something. <laughs> they they find in. a really, really big pool, a big pool in outer space and yep. they want to have a floaty. Listen, guys, it's Spock's birthday. We have to surprise him. It's like a life raft. Just like pull cord in case of emergency. I love the <laughs> idea that they're always ready in case there's a parade. <laughs> yes. It's like, look, we fall through time loops all the time. We never know when it might be Thanksgiving. Yeah, hey, it was 4th know. of July in that fucking cloud. <laughs> Happy New Year! God bless America. It's like, and like, you know there's like some poor ensign that as soon as the computer deployed, he's like, oh, it took me like six hours to fold. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, I was really hoping it was going to be like, you know, like sometimes like planes will just have little signs on, they'll go by beaches and stuff. I was hoping one of them like fuck you Romulans. <laughs> but the Romulans are like, duh. Yeah, we know. <laughs> no shit, Sherlock. But then it turns out there's like I don't know, photon torpedoes in it or something. I don't know. Whoops. Oh, Kirk is a jerk, so good. Yeah. The computer's a jerk. I will say, I was thinking this past couple of weeks, I feel like the voice acting has gotten better maybe everyone in general feels a little less wooden i like, think we, we might be just getting used to it more maybe yeah, it's still not great oh no it's not great but i feel like it's better than it was but again it may be adaptation i did notice that they actually hired some additional voice actors yeah. for the next episode yeah they did i was blown away the aliens were not any of our regulars yeah nice did 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 did, did, did. i didn't look it up it didn't give you any not that I saw. I didn't. I didn't go into the. Because I swear the, that one guy kind of sounded like someone, but I couldn't think of who. Yeah, Albatross was a weird one. Uh, well, what connection did the name of the episode have? Like, I, I an albatross is like a burden, really. Like, well, yeah. it's, a, it's a, a stupid poem. It's a bird. 
It is also a bird. But the idea is that, what, they killed the albatross and then bad luck came to the ship. Yeah, right in uh, Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, which I fucking hate that poem. It's, it's so fucking very dumb. overrated. And the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. I just remember, I read that poem in like high school. Yeah. And I remember just being irate at it because there's a line that's something to the effect of, oh, around, around his neck the albatross was hung because, you know, he killed an al- albatross and he felt guilty about it because, you know, they're cool birds. They're giant. They float for fucking months on end. And then it meant that later he actually did hang a literal albatross around his neck. And bad things happened and he felt guilty about it. And Right. So, but yeah, exactly. So that's, 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 some, that's where the term albatross comes from. But what does it have to do with this episode? Maybe because um, McCoy was feeling like he killed these people and now... No, he's getting he his, was, bad, his bad luck is coming back to him. Right, because he was definitely having some like bad feelings as well. Like He was like, oh, I don't know, Jim, what if I did kill these you people? You should leave me in jail because I have to stand trial. Oh, yeah, I think he was worried that he may have been responsible. I think it makes enough sense. I feel like there could have been a better title, but whatever. I would have called Mc- it... McCoy's on trial. Like, if the episode had been more about, like... If it had set it up in such a way that you could legitimately think maybe he had fucked up somehow and more time was spent on McCoy struggling with this concern instead of this weird detective thing they that did. That wouldn't have been good like, for a maybe kid's if there show. Were, no, maybe if there were, like, video that surfaced of him injecting That would have been a good virus. DS9 script. <laughs> he, he, there could have been video of him injecting plague virus into people on the planet. And then Finney would have done it. And then yep. it turns out that it was actually the plague victim... The McCoy gets on Twitter it. and is like, oh, fake news. And turns out the Sad. plague victim didn't even have plague to begin with. They had... Chickenpox. Chickenpox. So, it turns out the voice of... Chickenpox pie. Of, um... What's his name there? Dramos or whatever? Demo. Demos. Demos. Was Louis Lou Scheimer... Oh, One of the co-founders of Filmation and a producer on Star Trek, the animated series. Oh, so they didn't actually hire actors. They just got who was ever hanging around the office that day. He voiced four characters on the show, hmm. uh, including some random Romulan and one of the fish monsters from the Ambergris element. Well, the fish monsters. It does monsters. not show what the fourth one was. Um, so, yeah. There we go. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in any case, uh, the albatross, eh? They, uh... It's a stupid episode. The stupid episode. The, the, the Dramian people, they're, they're big yellow, like, Bart Simpson knockoffs, kind of. Because they're just... They're... Pre-offs. Ooh, there you go. They all had different they look varieties like... of buttheads. Yeah, they that... look like, fu- like fire hydrants. That... Like that. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'll give them credit for that. Because far too often, especially in, you know, this cartoon, but in general, in science fiction, like, you do wind up with... Not a ton of variety in alien species. They've done it a couple. They've had some variety. Yeah, what about Arax? He's Arax. No, what I mean is within a single, single yeah. like. Oh, I remember I see the that. the Kazinti. They all look distinct from each other. With the Kazinti, the, the cat people. Yeah, the cat people did all look different. The ones who from the slaver weapon. Did they? I mean, yeah. I remember there's that one that looked particularly bedraggled. But aside from that, the other two look different. But yeah, mm. these guys like had totally different shapes. Yeah, no, they were like they each all looked one terrible. They looked like they were designed by a six year old. True, <laughs> but I mean, they were all distinct individuals, which I appreciate. Well, if you ask anybody that's seen the Discovery trailer, they'll tell you all about how different Klingons look. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I didn't care for the Dramians. I mean, yes, I I think you know variety is a nice touch, but I feel like they looked. Oh, they look terrible, but I appreciate that they were each terrible in their own magical way. Ugh. Magical, squishy way. 
Also, I love that they're, you know, they're at the beginning, it's like, yes, this is, this, the, this program is to help build bridges between our people. They arrest McCoy. We've heard about your so-called justice on this planet. It's like, wow, you really don't like these guys. <laughs> How much were you biting your tongue during that initial ceremony, mm. Kirk? Aww. Fucking Diplomat of the Year award, you jackass. That just seems like such a ill-timed, you know, why did they present the warrant then? Why did they, like... Well, they wanted to get whatever benefit they were going to get from the trade first. Well, really, it sounds like, slide. but it sounded like they already had. They even said that they had Federation approval for the warrant. So it's like the Federation knew yeah. that, that was going to happen. Kirk didn't. Maybe mm. they sent it off while they were during. Because we don't know how exactly how long they'd been there. Mm. Maybe sometime during the process, they radioed mm. off to be like, "By the way, we want to arrest one of your guys." And the Federation was like, "Huh? If they're whatever, we're doing the crossword." Trying to take a shit here. Do, do, do. We're bad at diplomacy. So bad. Yeah. Well, now they know how to cure that plague. Just, Apparently is really closely related to some random other thing. Saurian disease or something? Something shit. like that. That's actually, saurian disease is actually just liver damage. Yeah, it's it's too, too much brain. <laughs> oh, God, the coincidental fucking... Aurora shit? Oh, my God. Why? <laughs> Why? Whose fucking idea was it that says, you know what? When there's an aurora around... You can get a disease that makes you the makes makes you different colors because aurora. Also, let's talk about auroras because an aurora, as I understand it, is an atmospheric. Yeah, they're not thing. in space. It's, there's no auroras in space. No, <laughs> I mean there might be, but I'm sure. I it's... mean it's it's the interaction of the solar winds. Yeah, with, with the magnetospheres, something know, like nonsense. That. But you can see an aurora from space. Like I know they sent back yeah. pictures of the aurora borealis from like the space shuttle or the space station. Looks yeah, super cool. But it is still clearly like. A planet-bound effect. Right. It's not... Unless there's, like, maybe there's a cloud of magnetized gases in But the even space. then, that's don't a... Expect, don't expect these people to understand how science works. The fuck? But, yeah, it's like... The, it almost feels like they've confused auroras with, um... Nebulas. nebulas. Yeah. yeah. These are science fiction writers. Don't expect them to understand... I don't think these are shit. science fiction writers. I think these, I think these are, are idiots. Yeah. I don't think they know what they're doing. No. Because they basically... I, you know, the other thing, too, is although these, yes, they are original they're also just not very original yeah you know like they're they're not like repeats necessarily of plots some of, well some of them are sequels to their some plots. of them are sequels awfully close and well, some of them like are pretty one, well that zoo one was very close to, to the cage obviously i just feel like like what was it there was nothing really like this one was kind of very similar in a lot of ways to court well, martial oh i was gonna say wolf in the fold oh well, yeah wolf that. in the fold too yeah but, you know, where essentially a, a member of the crew is held. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, I guess, yeah, I don't know. It just seems to me like... And that's, I guess, maybe part of the reason why I, I kind of did appreciate the Practical Joker one. Because that felt fairly original. Well, like Ames said, it just in some ways also felt reminiscent of Shore Leave. I don't know. A less lethal version, certainly. Yeah. Well, at first. But, yeah, I don't know. I'll be very... Next week... Yeah, I'm. I'll be happy next week because we'll be done with this. No, one left. Thank this, God. this, this, this was a mistake. We should. We should have skipped TAS. Yes. No, no. I'm glad we did. We need to do it. We need to do it. I mean, it was. It was a mistake for them to make TAS. True. Yes. Mm. But Although we shouldn't I'm let glad, them I'm, forget I'm they made it. I'm glad that everyone got a paycheck. That's Except true. Walter. Except Walter. Walter. Well, he, he got that one off. Did that that's writing true, thing. That's true. He probably gets a nickel every time somebody buys TAS on DVD. Yeah. 
people buy no KS nobody on bought DVD? this it's all on Netflix yeah. actually I think it was recently re-released on Blu-ray no less mm. and uh, yeah so I, I'm not sorry we did this I'm just I won't be in retrospect but being in the middle of it right now it just it hurts. Yeah, I'm not sorry we did this, but I feel sorry for us we did this. <laughs> I'm honestly not that bothered. I've watched worse things. Yeah, but... Voluntarily, with no reason. But see, I've... I've not. <laughs> when I'm I sure s- you have. Not this much. Okay. I mean, like, I have watched things there are, that... There are a series Jake and I watched specifically to talk about how bad they are, so... That's well, see, that's the thing. If this was, like, enjoyably bad, I'd be okay with it. But more often than not, it's just painful. Like, I think the, you know, I gave Voyager, a lot of Voyager more of a chance than I initially would have back before I had to watch all of it because I was a kid. And I was just like, it took me a few years to realize I don't have to watch this just because it's Star Trek. Now I'm going to have to, but that's a different story. Don't shit, don't shit so much on Voyager. There's going to be some good Voyager. I mean, honestly, I also, now having seen this, I'm sure Voyager's actually aged much better than I realized. You know, I watched an episode of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and thought, nope. <laughs> nope. I will admit, I watched the whole first season of Daredevil, and it got okay, and then I gave up partway through season two, because I was like, no, this is just bad, not fun bad. Mm. This is something where if I wasn't doing it for this program, I would have stopped. I would have basically watched a few episodes and thought, my god, skipped to like, you know, the other sequel episodes like Mud and whatever. And then, like, I will never rewatch any of this. Willingly. That's probably true. Like, this has been painful. Like, these feel... Some of these feel so long, and they are, like, 22 minutes. Mm-hmm. Drama queen. <laughs> well, when are we going to watch all the fan productions? Of, uh, I don't know, when we run out of... Everything Canonical else. Star Trek? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and if when this is all over and we don't want to all kill each other, we might just move on to Futurama instead. Hmm. That's science fiction. We'll, we'll have kill- We'll have actually killed each other by now. <clears throat> well, yeah, but, I mean, seven years from now, and then we'll have Discovery tacked on, there'll be, like, another new Star Trek show by the time we're... I have a feeling, by the time we reach the end of this podcast, our format will have entirely changed. <clears throat> and it will just be screaming and <laughs> grunting and heart sounds. There won't be any actual left. Star Trek content in it. <laughs> no, is so that, is that a and we'll have a million we'll have wow. millions and millions of like listeners that don't even know what Star Trek is. <laughs> and it's like, I love these guys. They're like just like Jake Paul on the radio. <laughs> Who the fuck no, no, I didn't done that? Wasn't that that guy on YouTube that got like arrested for I don't know. Look him up. Okay. I think his name's Jake Paul. He sounds like a real dick. Fair enough. Allegedly. Allegedly. Is your de-evolution view, like, vision of our podcast because you and I just take over? Or is it because like the state of the union is such that eventually we're all just going to be I think, blithering I think, I think idiots? I think we're all going to be blithering idiots. Also, once we get that soundboard. Well, that's what we want. That's, that's going to be our first fundraiser. We're fundraising for a soundboard. Send us money so we can have a soundboard. And we can make fart sounds. Here, I have a little demo. No. I have a demo right here. Here we go. That's going to warp. That's firing th- phasers. That's torpedoes. Torpedoes. And that's just flying through space. No, that's Picard flushing his personal. <laughs> yes, that's Picard in his head. This has been episode 
48 Ooh. of a star to steer her by. Uh, we sort of talked about episodes and gave you a little preview of next week when we wrap up the series. Finally. With two last episodes and some yes. final thoughts next week. Next week it's over and we're free. <laughs> and we are looking free at... Falling. Yes. How sharper than a serpent's tooth. I already hate the title. It's so fucking overblown. And the counterclock incident. You know, Touch the Sky, when your favorite episode had a pretty overblown title. That's true. I was actually thinking the Yeah, same but it thing. earned its title. I feel it like did. also before we saw the episode, I think I made fun of the title. We did. Yeah. Caitlin did too. This yeah, one, I feel stupid. like it's, it's not title. going to earn its title. I, I, I'm going to probably... I'm not going to... I would not bet against you in that. Yeah. Well, I'm going to reserve judgment. No, you aren't. <laughs> Please find and like our Facebook page, Star to Steer Her By. We are on Twitter and Tumblr as SSHB Podcast. If you use iTunes, consider giving us a rating and a review and subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting application. For a Star to Steer Her By, this has been Chris. This has been Ames. This has been Caitlin. And this is Zawi Jake. Thank you very much for listening. Be sure to tip your yeoman. Yeah. Someone's gotta. <laughs>
fucking schoolwork related dreams and I have been out of school for a decade. I have the you have to go back to elementary school because you didn't finish one class dreams which makes no sense because I have a fucking bachelor's degree. Are you <laughs> Billy Madison? Yeah, say, isn't that the plot of that terrible Adam Sandler movie? Uh, that's redundant. You can say Adam Sandler. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> ba, 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 ba. Original joke. 